It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Is the best of two pros in a couple Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. How about, oh, how about it? double barrel action on Monday Night Football last night, huh? I, mean, I, I think that there's a lot of people who uh, wish they could use that double barrel themselves. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, that was <laughs> some sloppy football. A little sawed-off talk here on a Tuesday morning? Come on. Yeah, it, was, it was some sloppy football. There was a lot of people who were uh, in pain watching that last night. Yeah, but it was kind of entertaining. I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like that they were at the same time. I didn't like I it. I thought you said yesterday you did like that. I, like, I, I did not know that they were airing pretty much at the same time. Cool. You know I didn't like it? I'm going to tell you why I didn't like it. Because I could clearly feel more energy from one of the games than I did from the other. Yes. Like uh, the which, telecast which one, which of one? it. Tell me. Tell me which one. I mean, it, it's not because I'm from there. It's oh, just because go. it was just – it felt different. Like oh, the no. energy of the telecast, the, the quality of it, it just – It did. It was different. <laughs> it did. It just felt yeah. different. Now, and it was like I kept switching back and forth for a long time and then it got to the point where it's like man this is dull like this is boring this one isn't this is the cool class this one isn't this is the house you want to visit that one isn't and and it was just kind of like all right well i've been left to decide and so i did i mean based on how that first quarter went in cleveland pittsburgh (laughs) i was just i I stayed there i was like this game's drunk man I, I, i haven't seen many games with turnovers, like just crazy plays. Um, First, the play? Nick Chubb injury, man, yeah. so sad. Prayers man. And, and blessings yeah. with you know out to him. It was that's about as gruesome as it gets. I didn't even you know? see the the full injury. I just saw the oh, hit on the on knee. I, I saw the way it would it started to bend, and then I just clicked off. I was yeah, kidding. yeah. I don't need to see that. Yeah. I'm, I'm you, know the, you know the sad thing is he tore that exact same yep. knee and, and in college. college. Right? Yeah. I mean. 
LCL, MCL, PCL, dislocated knee. I didn't realize it was that bad until I saw, I think it was Schefter had listed the details of that injury. I didn't realize it was that bad back in 2015. This one yeah. might be worse than that one. Yeah, this one, this one, could, he could be done. Yeah, he might be. That's so, man. I, I can't imagine there's anything left. Like the, yeah. the how his leg bent and the way yeah. it looked. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. And he tried to get up at first. And then he was like, oh, no, no, and went right you, back down. You know what I was going to say, too, at the, like the beginning of that game, just watching him, I kept thinking to myself, is he the best running back in the league? I mean, he, people people <laughs> want to give credit to, like, Derrick Henry, but they're, they're both right there. They're the same type of They're the same type of back. Yeah. You know, they just wear you down. He's so powerful, and he's so strong, and he sees he sees the holes, you know, where you can run to so well. He anticipates so well. He makes it look easy. Like, he doesn't give you splash plays. Good pass catcher, too. They yeah. use him out of, out of the back. But when you watch him, he's not flash. You're not going to be like, oh, my gosh. Look, look. It's You're going to be like, he got, he got six yards. He got uh, five I, yards. I don't know. I see, I see him hit people sometimes where I'm like, oh, God. You know, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's, but he he's doesn't. So physical. Like, he, I, I get that, but he's not, fla- he's not a flashy dude. No, and, he's not and, like a, a shake and bake. You know? Yeah, he's, he's, he's not, more of like the. And that's uh, the, what people look for. Yeah, you know, but I don't I know. Think, I, that's what you look for. I look for yeah, the big I, old back like that. I don't yeah. know. People yeah. don't talk get about him, those get guys like that. You know, give them some. They don't talk about them like that, though. They it's like they should. It's like the point you're making. You're making the point. Now you're debating the point that you made. I don't <laughs> no, know I'm not why. Debating. I don't no, no, know no, no. why just, they don't it, talk about him like it's, I'm not, the I'm way not they should. It's have. my opinion. I mean, it's like why isn't he the best? But why isn't he like considered the best back in the league? Like because he, he makes getting yards look easy. He, and it's like it's like oh wait he's like a power back. But it's like he's almost what he says five point four a play or something like that. He's averaging his entire like got, career. It's crazy, man. That's, he's averaging over five yards his entire career. It's kind of crazy. He's the and best. It's sad. Super sad too. He's just super sad. Been the man. best player on that offense for a number of years now because there's Deshaun Watson's just not the same player he was. He just doesn't look like the same guy he was in Houston early on. And I know that there was a conversation about is he ever going to live up to the $230 million guaranteed. I, I, if The Browns have got to be looking at this going, man, we gave up a lot for this. And now we're out Nick Chubb for a significant amount of time, maybe for good. And now we've got to rely on Deshaun Watson to try and pick up the slack. And he just doesn't look like the same quarterback he was years ago. It's weird. I mean, you had that one, Q. It, it, well, I was going to say, it's only two games in. There's a lot of football left to be played. I, I was going to ask you guys, like, how many games do you need to see from Deshaun in Cleveland? I mean, the, the truth is, in Houston, you know, he at times was prolific, and everyone talked about, um, you know, he's a tie. I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. The people within the Browns organization that are a part of making that decision, who's a top five quarterback, top five quarterback? I'm like, really? Like, like is he? Not anymore. Well, no. I, I wouldn't have really said, ever. I would have said then. Like, yeah, was like, he really ever? You convinced yourself into a top five quarterback, and that's your pitch or your line if you thought he's a top five quarterback. I mean, you could literally rattle off probably, I don't know, five right now pretty darn quick. I mean, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Jackson, um, I, I could probably say Rodgers when he's healthy. Like, there's your five. Like, he ain't in that. So I, I just – the whole idea of, of what they paid him, how it went down – 
how he's been since he's gotten there, it, it lends you to think, okay, like, how long is this, this leash on him? Mm. And, and, and I think it's, that's, I think it's pretty damn long. I think it's all this year. I think it's, it's probably the next over year. Over two hundred and fifty some million, two hundred thirty uh, in, yeah. in length, long. I, I think guaranteed. It's the, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, it's the next. It's the next two years for sure, and then we'll see. But he, yeah, he looks like a shell of himself. I mean, it's hard to watch at times, and, and the per, the personal fouls like he's getting called on him. How sloppy he is with the football. I mean, it's almost like that thing was like all lubed up the way it was running. Oh, what? Wow. Jeez. It was a sweaty ball. Um, let's hear. Sweaty. Let's hear from Massage. I mean, Deshaun Watson following balls. last night's game, uh, talking about what he can do better. I got to protect the ball. Uh, we're not gonna put it on anyone else. He put it on me. Uh, I can take the full blame. I can take the criticism, um, and I'm gonna do that. And uh, I told everyone in our offense, the whole team, I'm gonna do better for this team, for this organization, so we can win games like that. And I'm fine with taking the criticism, and and I will be better. Hey, how about that little accountability from him? Mm. It's nice for a change, you know. It's good to good to hear from the guy. I mean, and, he uh, didn't plead the fifth. Take uh, take on. <laughs> <laughs> At least he answered. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, uh, that is true. Um, now I feel like Brady Quinn is largely responsible for the chance last night for Fire Matt Canada uh, from the the crowd there in Pittsburgh. I mean, what, what chance are you talking about? Uh, you know, people you know chanting. Uh, let's you know they wanted Matt Canada fired. Um, I have you know, no idea what you're talking. Do we have the like sound or anything? I don't. Like, I don't can you know. help us out here. <laughs> I mean, it just. I mean, was there a chance that maybe someone sent our producer sound last I, night? Maybe? <laughs> I mean, listen. It just, you know, we're, you know, we are, we are putting that together. We just wanted to make sure that it sounded. Oh, we're, we're putting together while the show. Extra special. <laughs> I thought for a second, like you know, maybe you know, we would have it like coming into the show. <laughs> it's just, uh, uh, let's let's take a listen to the uh, the crowd at Acupuncture Stadium or whatever the hell they're calling it now, chanting for the firing of an offensive coordinator that Brady Quinn has been calling for for a couple of years now. I mean, what if they tried to drown it out? With I was just the saying they're trying to help his, their, their boy out. They're like, "Hey, let's uh, turn up the music here, right?" Um, it, it appears like uh, that this is starting to gain some momentum. I mean, uh, how y'all feel about Pickett after last night? I, I mean, are I, we putting I, it on not, Canada, or are we 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 no, are we putting any it's of it not on Pickett? Pickett? It's, it's not it's Pickett? Canada, okay. man. Like when okay. he drops back. I mean, there's two issues. One, you knew with the pressure you were going to deal with, given the Cleveland Browns' pass rush and. I didn't feel like they had a great game plan for that. Like how they went about trying to, you know, mix up some of the protections, some of the plays, some of the screens. Like it's just there's no feel to it. It it feels like he's just spinning through a Rolodex. Remember those things like back in the day? Oh yeah. yeah you had all the names and all your contacts. And then you and can't never find the one you want to find when you're using those, those things. Yeah, that was like Matt like, Cannon trying to find the right playlist. Where the hell is yeah. that contact, man? I just saw it the other day. Yeah, and then you can't find ass. it. Where the hell is that good play that uh, is gonna help us get a touch? Oh, Damn there it is. It. The, the one to the one to George Pickens across the middle five. <laughs> oh. Um, oh no, it, it's just it feels like there's there's never like it doesn't build off of one another. I've said this before, but, you know, you go into a game. You have, you have your scripted first 15, all right? So people out there who don't know, you have 15 plays you're going to run to start off a game. 
and and why you do that is a you feel like you're gonna practice those b you know so you, so you should be executing at a higher level right out the gate b you're gonna show them formations you're gonna show them personnel groupings right the type of you know uh, positions that are coming out there you're trying to test them with you're trying to confirm what you've seen on tape right like they might play a certain coverage to this formation and we want them to play that coverage because we know how we're going to get guys open you know they might play a certain um you know they might bring a certain blitz versus this personnel in this formation and we want them to do that because we've got this screen called in or we've got a blitz beater off this so those first first 15 you're taking down information and then what you do with that information then you make adjustments moving forward I, you don't see any of that. It just it feels like he's rolling through a Rolodex, picking different plays. Like nothing builds off of each other. Like how many times do you see something in the first quarter, first half, that you see them come back to and have a wrinkle or a double move on something or tweak a little bit, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember I saw that first half they did that. Like you don't see it. It's just it feels like they're just out there calling plays. And, and that's, you know, to me what's been frustrating as a quarterback watching it because you're saying, hey, this guy's going to have a hard time succeeding if you've got a play caller who doesn't understand how to actually you know, call plays in the NFL. So, look, I, I'm never one to call for another man's job. People have families and stuff and all that. But they got a problem calling plays. Like, I'm not the only one to see it. <laughs> Clearly, the entire fan base. And, and, and you could see flashes of, like, picket scrambling, making something happen, or, you know, picket finding Pickens, who's wide open, who then takes the ball and runs past everyone in the field for a touchdown. You go, oh, there it is. But that's more speaks to the talent of, of those two players than it does the actual play call. So what's the fix? Because if Tomlin got to get a new OC, yeah, but it's two weeks in, so it well, feels like if you were going to make that move, you would have done. That's it in the a hard season. one now. That's a hard. I don't have the answer for that. You don't bring in a new guy now. I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you? I mean, I think it's too late. Yeah, it's two weeks in is what it is. What do you think, Q? Come I want to know what Q thinks. Come on. I heard him say um, I mean. No, I, the, the hard thing is is you got to – I mean, Tomlin's obviously extremely loyal to the group of coaches that he's got, you know. And he's not going to disrupt things like that. He wouldn't disrupt it. If he would – if he were to, he would have done it before now. Yeah, I mean – I look at their coaching staff, and the quarterback coach, Mike Sullivan, has been in the NFL a long time, and he's someone who I, you know could call plays, I'm sure, if they wanted to. Now, I just don't know how big of a difference you can make in season like that. It's hard to make wholesale changes and change up a bunch of stuff. So that's difficult. Um, you Especially know, with a young QB. Like, I could see if he had been around the league for a while or whatever – but he's, he's, what, second year? Yeah, second year. Really, second to, year. to your point, a young offense, right? And a I young offense, some, yeah. yeah it's a, some young pieces on that team. Okay, so what if we get down later in the season and the Steelers are 7-8 and eight and Mike Tomlin's got his 500 or better record on the line, two games oh, left? I don't think you do th- it. Then you make the move. That, then it's way too Listen, late. Listen, you, you got a 500 or above record on the line and consecutive season streak for Mike Tomlin. you got to protect that at all costs. So Matt Canada's gone. Let's get off the play calling scenario. No one cares about calling for someone else's job. It was like the walking wounded out there. You see how many guys got hurt? I mean, Mika Fitzpatrick was out at one point. You know, you had like Denzel Ward was out at one point. Um, There's another DB. Oh, Greg uh, Greg Newsom. 
for the Cleveland Browns was out. Like, everyone was just getting hurt. That game was nuts. I mean, that's just how physical I think the AFC North is. But, my goodness, man, people get knocked out left and right now. That's how we do it in the 4-1, too. Them boys was, was jumping off up front, though, on both sides of the ball. I mean, whew, they were getting after it. And by the way, TJ Watts, the all-time sack leader in, in Steelers Pittsburgh. history. Yeah. That happened kind of quick, huh? I know. I, was I thought that was pretty I, – I was – man, I was like Kevin Green. Like, Kevin Green is in, like, literally, like, number two position of all-time sacks. But I think he did a lot of that in – Carolina. In, in, well, yeah. St. Louis, I think he did. Oh, I think okay. he did a lot of it in St. Louis before he even came to Pittsburgh is probably what happened. Where did he play the longest? Because that was the other thing. I, I, I was thinking, that was the first name that came to mind. I'm going, really? It wasn't that okay. You mean uh, when Kevin Green was with the L.A. Rams? The Rams, yeah, the, Rams, the Rams, not Rams not the, the Rams. I mean, it was the Rams. I mean, L.A. Rams. They were. It was the Rams. Yeah. God dang, he went back that long. Shit. Jeez, oh, that's oh. a dump. Dump that. <laughs> dump that. Dump that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah I, I didn't know he went back that. I guess so, though. No, that is. Yeah, I guess so. But it was the Rams anyway. Yeah. It was the Rams. Um, but, yeah, I didn't know. Like, And then you started, like, I thought about Greg Lloyd. I thought about Joey Porter. You know, you, I, I didn't – you know, James Harrison had to had a, had a lot of sacks as well, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys that, ha- like, got sacks for for Pittsburgh. So, I don't, yeah. I don't But what a hell of a uh, an accomplishment. I'll tell you that. No kidding. It's a hell of an accomplishment. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get to Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including 
sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, uh, did you see there was a, a big unveiling in Kansas City? Whoa. It was called a giant payday for Patrick Mahomes. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah, awesome. Nice man. little uh, nice little uh, deal for Patrick Mahomes there. The little restructuring going out with the Kansas City Chiefs. Ho-hum, he's just going to get, what, $210 million over the next four seasons, and it's fully guaranteed. Just something along those lines. But I thought, you know, there's a bunch of people throwing out a bunch of numbers, so it's probably appropriate that we bring it to you. The only way that this show knows how to do it, and the best of anybody on sports radio and television May I present to thee. And now for more on this, two pros in a cup of Joe, NFL contract analyst, Brayden T. Quinn. Uh, all right, I guess it's time for me to go analyze the restructured contract of Patch Mahomes, which is partially a birthday gift, but also, well, just deserved. When the guy is the uh, MVP of the league, wins a Super Bowl, was a Super Bowl MVP? I think he got the triple crown there. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes will receive $210.6 million over the next four years. That's 2023 to 2026. It's actually the most money ever for a player over a four-year span, very uh, deservedly so. Uh, he could reportedly earn up to $218.6 million, uh, by the time his restructured agreement ends in 2026. So put it into this context, okay? We know about the initial deal that he signed. Uh, I think it was, what, 10 years, $503 million. That was initially what he signed. So think about this. He's almost getting half of it in a four-year span. Jesus. You know, to put in comparison, Deshaun Watson's deal is $230 million. It was fully guaranteed for, I believe, a five-year deal. This happens in four years. So however you want to look at it, um, it's a lot of money in a short amount of time, and you got to love that if you're Patrick Mahomes, his agent, or even any other quarterback out there who's looking at structuring a deal. So Patrick Mahomes cashing in for the Kansas City Chiefs. Why why'd they do it now, do you think? Um, because they wanted to get it done probably at the beginning of the season, and it took a little, little longer than they thought, but... Um, look, he, he should be compensated as the top quarterback, top player in the league. 
he's he's earned that and this contract reflects that now whereas it it didn't kind of as you watched other quarterbacks sign extensions getting paid more money and still Mahomes is sitting under contract saying hey remember when I signed that 10-year deal you know that 500 million dollar that full that full commitment to you well now I'm like the the sixth highest quarterback paid like I should probably still be number one if I'm playing that way do you think it had anything to do with why it took a little bit of time or it, it, it cleared them to do it after they got Chris Jones finished up? Would there have been any type of relation there in terms of or coincidence that it happened not too long after that got done? Yeah, no, I mean, it's not a coincidence. It's, it's all okay. obviously, um, you know, related to one another because you know, you, I, I, we, we don't know the exact details as far as how they're structuring it, at least yet. We'll see that once uh, the fine print comes out. But w- we'll see probably a fair amount of, of bonuses, signing bonuses, et cetera, that help create the cap space structure necessary for Chris Jones as well as Patrick Mahomes to fit. Um, it, but the Jones deal is only a one-year deal. Right. So, you know, he's allowed himself the chance to go into free agency next year. This could be helping to create cap space for the future if Chris Jones wants to stay. I mean, clearly we saw his impact, you know, coming back for week two. He, he was phenomenal. Um, or or it's, it's just preparing to go into free agency and try to pick up some guys to replace him uh, if they feel like they're not going to have a chance of retaining Chris Jones uh, for the future. Hmm. Man, Patrick Mahomes already and he's got obviously a long time to play but already we're looking at like a top five top 10 quarterback all time credential wise started the career and and he's got what you know eight ten years of high level football to go and yeah, he's got, hope i you mean hope, right? it's completely changed the the course of how you view andy Reid as a head coach historically how you view the kansas city chiefs like they're just consistently going to be looked at as a team that's going to be a super bowl contender me, for the next 10 years let me ask this and i'm not giving you much time to research it all right how much do you think he's earned over the seven seasons that he's played in the nfl <sighs> a shade 130 i'll say 70 million 100 LeVar's closest almost 120 million and and what's crazy about that to me is he didn't really play his first year he's really done in six years of playing because remember he only played the week 17 game in his rookie year and that was it and they just made the decision to switch and he was (laughs) his MVP of the league in his first year starting and all he knows is AFC championship games and Super Bowls Uh, I I still remember when they made the decision to move on from Alex Smith and people were like man this is a pretty bold decision they were a playoff team Alex Smith was playing good football they traded him to Washington you're gonna you're gonna turn the keys over to this Patrick Mahomes guy and he goes out the first week against the Chargers and lights him up and it was I think was that the year he threw 50 touchdowns or something like touchdowns you you know what it is too like that's the case study for quarterback wins is not a stat because everyone's like well i don't know this guy he wasn't a winner at texas tech you know he's a texas he was a winner talented guy wasn't a winner you know you can't you can't take that guy i, I don't know man he's, he's a pretty good winner now right. isn't he? <laughs> and also- it's like it's like you can you can put a player in a terrible situation and circumstance and he's gonna have a hard time being able to win games it's why I've repeatedly say that is like we always give quarterbacks too much praise, too much blame. We always overrate their impact on the game. Like we just do. This isn't basketball 
where you could be a two-way player and you're on the court the entire time. And it's much easier to isolate you and get you those one-on-one opportunities or put you in a position to, to really take over a game. It's football. Like, you're out there for a third of the snaps. And there's a lot of stuff that plays a, a role into it. But, he, he, look, he's been phenomenal since he's first started playing. It's a very deserved uh, contract restructure. And, and I think the one thing with the loyalty showed to the Chiefs out the gate for a 10-year deal where he really didn't need to, and it's the only unique deal like that you're going to see, was, was this. Like, the team had to own up to restructuring his deal every so often to make sure he's still happy. And this is one of those examples. If I were Andy Reid, I'm not going anywhere. Like, there's all this talk about him retiring. There was talk after this last Super Bowl. Hey, you know, could this be it? Maybe he'll come back for one more. Why the hell would you leave if you've got this guy in the prime of his career? Well, there's a lot of talk right now about, well, hey, the Chiefs are one-on-one. The offense doesn't look that great without Eric Bieniemy. I'm just saying, man. Like, yeah. Maybe it was all Eric Bieniemy. Well, it wasn't Andy <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of talk about that. Like, two, two games into the season. Lose Tyreek Hill. Yeah, what yeah. a Super Bowl. No yeah. problem whatsoever. I mean, he still threw for over 300 yards, though. Um, I mean, in, in the last game, I believe. But they yeah. just played Jacksonville, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, like, and Kelsey came back, which, which obviously helped. And Kelsey wasn't in the first it. game, right. Yeah. That's, yeah, I don't I – don't, I wouldn't get – I wouldn't panic on it. You know, I, I – Again, I I don't know why I panicked on him the year before. I felt like he wasn't. I just remember I didn't feel like he was protecting the ball. You said they needed to trade him, if I recall correctly. I didn't say that didn't at all. That? Yeah, he didn't nah, say don't do I didn't that. say that. I didn't say that. I just didn't feel like he was protecting the ball as well. And, and, and I know we went over the stats, but then I gave it like further thought. Sometimes it doesn't show in the stats. Like yeah. turnovers are turnovers, but – Protecting the ball can can show itself in different different manners, like careless passes, like or or maybe not careless, but way too risky. You know, I, I just felt differently this year. I look at what they're doing, and it's kind of like it's a slow build. You know, you see Pacheco is is starting to assert himself and become a larger part of that offense, and and I think that they're going to be fine. Sky Moore, baby. I think they're going to be fine. I don't know what to what capacity or what degree that is for for Mahomes, but he's going to be the catalyst. I mean, and again, 300 yards, two touchdowns. They they did, you know, to me what they needed to do to win against a team that I think we're all high on in terms of with Jacksonville. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, their defense I, I looks panic. good. Their defense they, they looks look good. pretty damn good. I, I just I wouldn't weeks. panic about I wouldn't panic about Casey. No, yeah. there's no panic. Or Patrick Mahomes. I, it was, I it was just more of the comparison because the enemy is not there now. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, look at, look you know. The, look at Washington. It's like, okay, this might not work. <laughs> they're out undefeated right now. By the way, they are 2-0. Yeah, they're 2-0. and By the way, where did you uh, – this new voice you've got. The, the I've got a lot of voices. I, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. This one's good. It's almost like you're you're holding – you're pinching your nose and talking football. Like you're, no. It's very – uh, That's do baby talk. That's baby talk, man. Like he's in baby – he's in baby dad mode. No, like, it, it's the know. people who are like, oh, I'm scared to say it out loud. But my God. I mean, Washington Commandos, Eric Bieniemy, my God. The plate's so well right now. It's like they don't want to like be like just Damn. let it all hang out and just be like, hey man, I think the commanders are better with Eric Bieniemy than the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are right now. Mm-hmm. Popular opinion, 
No? You guys don't like that? No. Oh, no. Don't say that no. out loud. No. You don't have Patrick Mahomes. Dear God, don't say that out loud. It's two games into the season. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's just like different. Damn. It's like the It's like the water cooler talk. Yeah, that's what you get. You go in the I office. I almost said you know? something that got me dumped two segments <laughs> in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, By the way, do places still have water coolers? I've also figured out why LeVar was out on Mahomes last year. You just sometimes try to be a contrarian to Jonas and I. Like, we'll say something. I like to be a contrarian to you guys. Yeah, I do. Because I I was going to say, we'll say something. You'll be like, no. We're like, why, LeVar? You'll be like, I I don't know, but no. It's just my opinion, and I don't like you and Jonas. I like gut feelings. You know, I like gut feeling. Like you said, I don't like facts. Like it's like I like gut feelings. If my gut tells you, you me don't that ever it's think good, that's like know? maybe you had a bad enchilada or something, and maybe that that's impacting your gut feeling. It's Bubble possible, guns. but but I'm going to base what I'm feeling with my gut off of all given factors. <laughs> Did you guys so, see the, the it text could be I a bad you? enchilada? You see the text yeah. I sent you about the red ass? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I did. That's the Did one thing the I say I about right for you. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> Damn. I did. I did. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that that they don't like anything to be nicely said about or stated about the, you know, the, the fighting Irish? What? Uh, well, What's I was going to say, I, I feel like that lives within the college football world where, like, you've got these matchups week to week, and there just tends to be more fun, more chatter about them. And, like, that's one of them. So, for those out there, obviously, who cannot see it, it was basically the like health ad of people who are like had their hand on their butt with it being red around it and it just yeah. said something like anytime someone says something complimentary about Notre Dame Ohio State fans reaction <laughs> send it to yeah. Breer see what he yeah. says yeah he's got the um, red ass this week yeah. be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with Brady Quinn Lavar Arrington and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern 3 a.m. Pacific Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. 
And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's make history. And now... Would you rather... Would you rather your random topics... Sports or otherwise. All right, lead to lab. What do we got? Guys, one I've wanted to ask for a while. Would you rather see an annual rivalry game between Penn State and Notre Dame or Penn State and Pitt? Oh, that's a tough one. Penn State I mean, and Notre I, Dame. I would say Notre Dame, but I'm biased. Like, I, I know that would be huge in the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, I, I would probably say Notre Dame because I think it's a bigger game. Oh, like yeah. we we be sun and pit like pit sunned us for a little bit like with Marino and all Marino. of them and Dorset and all of them. but these days I mean for the last like long 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 time you know recent years we we sun pit so I'd rather us play against Notre Dame. Yeah. Be better. For I, I think show, it had yeah. I think it had more historical like implications connected to it. For sure. Yeah, I, I know, agree with that. I mean, yeah. look. I'll be open. I, I I don't like the scheduling of Notre Dame since they've had this partial agreement with the ACC because it's cut out the opportunity to play Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, Penn State if they want. Like all those Big Ten schools that regionally are close, you're, you're, you're competing against in recruiting and everything else, but it's just a more similar brand and style of football. And so that's that's something that obviously I have zero control over, but I do miss. Like I, I think back fondly to those rivalries, those matchups, they were much more difficult um, than, than looking at the schedule for Notre Dame now, with the exception of maybe you know three, four games a year. But when's the last time they played? Was it 2007, I'm seeing? I think that's the last match. We played my senior year, then I think they played in Happy Valley uh, after I was gone. Yeah. Hmm. I never played against Notre Dame. I would have loved it. would love to have had that opportunity. Yeah. What I, else we got? It didn't happen. Guys, would you rather have chapped lips that never heal? Or terrible dandruff that you can't treat. Terrible dandruff. I hate chap lips. The worst thing in the world. I always deal with it. 
especially going out to Boulder every week, how dry it is out there. It's like every single time, man, it's it's awful. You know what the problem both is? Both look very gross. Yeah, they're both yeah. nasty, but you can wear a hat and just yeah. uh, cover that up. But the problem with... Or just shave your head. If you, if you start using lip balm, your lips have to have it constantly. Yeah. And then when you go a day without it, then you got problems, especially yeah. if you deal with weather, like you pointed out. It's just going to be an issue. I, I'd rather wear a hat and cover up dandruff than have to deal with, you know, my mouth looking like it exploded. Right. Uh, but then once you expose your head from taking off the hat, all, all you know, all deals are off. Like, they're going to be like, what the WTF? Well, go to Colorado. They keep their hat on all the time, you know? Even when they're talking to people, sunglasses, oh, wow. hat, everything. I'm going to go chap lips and just walk around with a big jug of Ugh. Vaseline this. all day. Oh, oh. Chap lips? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with chap lips. Why you kind of we... walk around with Vaseline anyway, don't you? Oh. Nah. Pause. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, I tried right, to Lee. get Guys, he outmaneuvered me. Would you rather be friends with a rich person who hates dogs or a poor person who loves dogs? Rich person. Well, Brady's rich and hates dogs, so I have a dog there. I I, I I literally have. He has a dog, man. Yeah, you don't have a dog, Jonas. Jeez, I have a dog too. So wow, we have the only dog hater in this group is Jonas. Damn, he's dead. What do you want from me? Oh, because you can't get another? No. Yeah. I'm loyal. Real, real dog lover there. I'm, I'm loyal. Yeah, I'm loyal. Good, good, good dog. He's not, a pair, he's not uh, a pair of shoes. He's not in a yeah. pair of flip-flops I can just toss in the garbage and then go I out and get, get another, another pair. One. Yeah. Loyalty. Nah, I've had a few dogs. What else, Lee? Guys, would you rather All have someone say to you, either. I've got a go bone ahead. to pick with you or I've got beef with you? Say again? Would you rather have someone say to you, "I've got a bone to pick with you," or "I've got a, I've got bone beef to pick"? I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm taking off on you if you say you got beef with me. So tell me, tell me, we got, got a bone to yeah, pick. Bone, bone to pick. pick sounds like a teacher saying it to you. Yeah, yeah. beef. Like I'm, I'm, we got a fight. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.